0: The reading today is taken from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 to 40, and carries through to to verse 12, verse 2b, and it can be found on page 1144 of the Church Bibles. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets. Who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised. Who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword. Whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and ill treated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all comm- commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us to do, better for us, that only together with us would make they be perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thank
1: you, Grace. Grace. Now, some of you will know, in fact, most people will probably know, that um, I quite like chocolate. So when I got the email saying we were going to do a sermon series through the summer on heroes, I immediately thought of this sort of heroes. Okay, so, yeah, superheroes. Um, not probably one of my strengths, I don't think, to be perfectly honest. I know Batman, that's about it, though. But I have had a real crash course in them this summer at home. Um, or In fact, over the last week, I've been asking lots and lots of questions. Now, one thing I've, I think I've worked out with superheroes is that they're actually quite competitive. They like to do things well, don't they? So, and I'm quite person. I actually, um, I, I've enjoyed watching a lot of competition this summer. I've enjoyed Wimbledon. That's probably one of my highlights of the summer, actually. Um, so, yeah, last Monday well, I felt a bit bereft because there was suddenly no Wimbledon. It's like, what do you do all day? Um, oh, I mean, obviously I work, but, you know, what do you do apart from that? So, I've liked Wimbledon. Then there was the World Cup, wasn't there? That was just amazing this, this year, wasn't it? So we've enjoyed that competition. I'm sure lots of you have done, been doing sports days and stuff like that at school, various competitions. And um, parents, I'm sure you've had to go along and watch various things like that. So I thought maybe we'd stick with the theme of competition. It reminded me a little bit of... Uh, My brother and I, we used to be quite competitive, and I'm sure my mum would happily recall the story of um, when we used to play Monopoly at home, to the point that we were quite competitive until it got banned, and that was following my mum actually coming into the room and throwing the board across the room, and it was never played again. So, yeah, I quite like a competition. Anybody else a bit competitive and like to be a a winning... Linda? David? Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, you like to... Are you really all that passive that you don't like competition? Annie, you're confessing, aren't you? Now, the thing is, today we are going to have a little competition. And you are going to be competing for the Cecil to Summer Cup. (laughs) Okay, now, carefully made, this is what you are going to be competing for. And the funny thing is, it won't actually even stand up, so I don't quite know how I'm going to do that. But... The funny thing is, the competitors don't even know they're going to be taking part at the moment. Isn't that just the best? So now half of the congregation are now looking in a different direction to me. (laughs) But I can actually tell. So Mark Arnold, for looking down at your feet, you are manager number one. Come and take us. Come on. (laughs) Superbly volunteered. And obviously, if we have a manager... We need a second manager because you need someone to compete against, don't you? So, uh, who else isn't looking in my direction? <laughs> Carol's really hot under the collar at the moment. But don't panic. Annie, you can come and be our other comp- manager. Now, what do we need to make sure? <clears throat> what do we need to make you manage, O E? What do we need to make you manager, E? T- no, Gareth Southgate. Think Gareth Southgate. I- Waistcoat, thank you. Anyone got a waistcoat or two we could borrow? Linda just happens to have a couple of waistcoats at the back. What a coincidence. So, yeah, so you need a waistcoat each. I'll let you argue over who's having the stripey and who's having the tartan. And then you need a team each, okay? So you need one child that is at primary school or under, one young person, that means someone between 11 and still at school, but then secondary school. Oh, that's very becoming, isn't it? (laughs) Um, And uh, so we've got a child, a young person, and then you need someone that will fit in the older age group. Okay? You're not allowed to be... You're just managing them. You won't actually be needing to do anything. You're just going to be managing them. So go and find your teams each. Who wants to be my team? Come on! Oh, I'm liking that. So we've got two children. We need two young people now. Maddie's keen. Another young person. Grace is reluctantly keen, and an adult each. David. David. Kemp. Oh, come on! And you can come on, Mark. Oh, so we've got we've got a girl team and a boy team, apart from Grace. You've got shorts on. That'll do. Okay. Right, let me go back and get, right, so the rules of the competition are managers are only allowed to encourage, they're not allowed to actually take part, okay, and each person in each team has to do one of the three races. It doesn't matter who does what, you just have to do one each, okay, so you can decide amongst yourselves, but I'm only going to tell you what one of the races is at a time. Now, got a clue? Egg and spoon, and oh, we got some eggs. Well, these are real eggs, so please pick carefully. Okay, who's the first? Who's going egg and spoon for you, Jack? Come on, come on, there, Jack. Okay. Oh, the shoes are off. She's clearly. Okay, Joanna, would you like a little bit of help, actually? Jack, wait there. Hold on, let's give Joanna a little bit of help. Okay. Come here. Okay. So, okay, so, right, okay. So, okay, the route round is that way. Down, the, down that aisle, back up along the back, back up here, and first one to do a high five back here is the winner. Okay? Ready, steady, go. Oh, go, 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 go. oh do you want to go, Jack? Sorry, you better go. or Jack now, the second race this is a good one the Hawaiian running race participants. Okay, so what you have to do is the same circuit, you have to go to the back, get your Hawaiian garland and flower skirt on, and then come back. Easy, isn't it? Yeah? Who's it going to be? You. Okay. Maggie, do you want some help? Why don't you put yours on first so you don't have to stop? Okay. And who's going against you? Yes. Okay, ready? So it's same circuit. Are you ready? Oh, you've got heels. Okay, ready? Steady, go. Hey! No no, 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 Oh, we've high-fived. Okay. Okay, I'm the judge. I'm the only one allowed to cheat. Okay. Right. I think the cup is looking good. I think the cup is looking good for the girl team, mainly girl team over here. Okay, last competitor each. Tug of war. Back you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tug of war. Tug of war with my skipping ropes. Okay. Right, it's the first person to get the knot past their edge of the altar. Come this way a bit more. Oh no, 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 we're going that way, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, sorry. You go back. David, we haven't started yet. Ready? We're not competitive, Jane, you realise. You're not competitive much, are you? No. Are okay. Ready? Are you ready? Just David, no one else. Jack. <laughs> ready? Steady go.
2: Come on. Oh, oh.
1: well done, guys. Thank you. Want you want a replay? too slow. Okay, I'm delighted to award you, manager, with the Cecil to Cup. Well done. And there's some some medals that are flying through the air there for all the other... Thank you very much, everybody. You may... Would you like a medal as well? You kind of tried to win, didn't you? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay, I think while we all get over all that excitement and that recovery and exercise, I think we should all sit and watch this clip on the screens.
2: In the Old Testament book of 1 Kings, there's an amazing Bible hero named Elijah. Elijah was a prophet, a man who delivered messages from God to the people. God has given me a message for you. Worship Him only. Elijah lived in Samaria where there had not been any rain for three years. Three years without rain meant that there was very little water or food for the people to eat and drink. We need water. When will it rain? King Ahab was a wicked king who had led the people far away from God they began to worship a false god named Baal. The time had come for God to use his power through Elijah to prove to the people that he was the one true God, the only one who makes rain fall from the sky. Elijah challenged King Ahab and the priest of Baal to build an altar and get a bull to lie on the wood. I will build an altar too and place a bull on the wood. They were each going to pray to the God they worshiped. Whichever God answered by starting a fire on the altar would be the one true God. The Baal worshipers began shouting, praying, and dancing around their altar, Oh, Baal, light the fire! But no fire was lit. Elijah began teasing the Baal worshipers saying, Maybe your God is asleep or he's gone on a trip no matter how loudly the Baal worshippers shouted, Baal did not send fire. Elijah wanted to show the people how powerful God is. So he said, bring buckets of water to pour on the altar. Elijah knew that God could light the altar on fire even when it was covered in water. Elijah prayed, O Lord, show these people that you are the one true God please answer now with your fire. Elijah prayed this prayer so the people would know his God was the one true God. Right then, Elijah's altar burst into flames. The fire burned even though the wood and stones were soaking wet. All the people who saw this bowed down and cried, the Lord, he is the one true God. All the people saw God's power and knew that he was the one true God. A few minutes later, the sky filled with clouds, and God sent rain to Samaria.
1: Thank you. Now, we're going to have a little bit of a quiz just to check you're all listening well enough to that. Okay, so if you had a little snooze, you're in trouble. Okay, but it's worth it, because you might have a hero prize. Okay, so this is going to be a shout-out-the-answer type quiz. Okay, so who was the false idol that people were worshipping? That's Mike Barnett, I think. Oh, that's a terrible throw. Sorry, I might be competitive, but I'm just not good at throwing. Okay, true or false? Elijah told the prophets of Baal to build an altar and to put wood on it. True, I think that might have been Jonah. Uh, When Baal's prophet shouted louder and louder, what happened? I'm just going to throw randomly because I've got no idea. Uh, What did Elijah put on the altar? Okay. This is going roughly towards Millie and Jack, okay? So, I'm sorry if you're in the before them, okay, ready? Oh, mad! Sorry. Okay. Um, It has to be people in the front row, I think, that answer. Uh, (laughs) This is one for the kids. Is wood harder to set on fire when it's wet or when it's dry? Okay, I'm going right to the back there, right behind Mark. Oh, that nearly was Mark. <laughs> this is why they don't let me do this often. Okay. Uh, oh, what happened to Elijah's altar? <coughs> Sorry. Did the people all start worshiping God when they saw how p- powerful He was? Yeah. yeah, that was a general yes, wasn't it? I haven't done over there. Oh, Angela. I'm never going to get it over there. Let me come a bit closer. I stand a vague chance. Duck this side. <laughs> okay, it's too far up there. Uh, I mean, there's only a few more. Whose power did Elijah rely on? Ready? Any other children I've missed anywhere? No, you're not children. <laughs> Joe? Maisie? Right, catch? Sort of. Oh No. Try again. Anybody else? No, nope, they're my pudding. Right. Okay. So, the point of all this fun is it's much easier to do anything if we've got God on our side, isn't it? It's much easier when we've got God giving us a helping hand. The games at the start, the races at the start, it was much easier when your egg was sellotaped to your spoon and you didn't have to worry about balancing it. It was much easier when you had your Hawaiian fancy outfit on before you started than having to stop and put it on halfway. It's much easier to win a tug of the war if you're part of a team than if you're on your own. And that's what Elijah was like in that, st- in that passage and in that video clip. Elijah was with God. He had God's power. So he was never on his own. He was never lonely. And that's kind of a bit like it is for us today, really. It's no different. That If we've got God with us and we've got God on our side, no matter what happens and whatever comes in our direction... We're going to find it much, much easier to cope with if God's with us. It's quite simple. It's not our own power that gets us through. It's God's power. It's God's power in us that makes us almost hero-like because we've got that super strength inside. If you're as old as I am, you'll remember a Ready Breck advert back in probably the 70s, 80s-ish, uh, where the Ready Breck man, the Ready Breck advert, had a guy with a glow all around him because he'd eaten Ready Breck and it kept him warm all day. It's like that. We can't actually see it. I can't say looking at anybody walking down the street whether they've got God's power or not, or whether they've got God with them. But through their actions and through the way they are... I'm hoping you could tell whether you've got God's power. So I think Elijah's showing us in the first superhero series, first of the superhero series, I think Elijah is showing us that if we worship the real God, our real God, we'll have that extra power. Amen.